Welcome to the Jiminy Society podcast and here are your two hosts, the travel agents with the magical agent, Jen Galambus and EJ Cruz. Welcome to episode number two of Jiminy Society. Welcome, I'm, welcome. Yeah, I'm EJ. I'm Jen. And we are going to be talking today about splurges at Disney World or Disney Parks. But I'm talking about splurges that are necessary. And I think Jen has some real, truly, for real deals. (laughs) For real deals, yes. (laughs) A little bit of both. I have some, no, in fairness, I have some that are necessary. Okay. I think. Um, before we jump into the topic, we wanted to quickly go over some of the announcements that we had this past week. A lot of uh, changes in the Disney parks or specifically Walt Disney World um, happening fast. Whiplash happening, right? Yeah, it was was in like a day. All of a sudden, um, in one day, we had three announcements, two changes that are coming and one just a fun announcement. <laughs> so the the first one we had, um, which was just a fun announcement, which was the beginning of Food and Wine Festival. So we are still in the throes of Flower and Garden, and they've already announced Food and Wine, which will start July 15th, if memory serves correctly. I did not write that down. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a big um, break in between for Diet Epcot. No, so, no. Yeah, we're going almost immediately into that which um ends on which what day did it end november right yeah it's, i i can't remember because i didn't fine, write it don't worry it was like done. november 15th or 13th or something in the teens right which will probably immediately move into the festival of the holidays yes so yes there's not yes. a lot of diet epcot happening this year no which is fine it's fine. And I honestly, it used to have, uh, I think food and wine used to start like in September and then they started creeping it up to the end of uh, August. And now all of a sudden we're mid July. That was quick. That happened quick. Uh, but, but I, I personally like it because it gives those um, guests who can only travel during the summer months for various reasons, a chance to enjoy an Epcot festival. So I'm okay. Yeah, with it. Agreed. Yeah. I like it. Um, I do recognize that it makes the dining a teensy bit more complicated because you want to do the kitchens and you want to enjoy um, the usual restaurants at Epcot. But that's why you need more than one day at Epcot in general. Um, I just confirmed here the dates are July 15th through November 20th. So it's Ah, probably, yeah. yeah. So you'll probably get that week and a half, two weeks uh, diet Epcot and it will move into... Festival of the holidays. Yep. Yes. All right. Okay. The next thing is Universal quickly um, announced after the CDC that uh, the masks would be optional for those people who are fully vaccinated outdoors. And we were sitting, waiting for hours for Disney to make their announcement. And, of course, I went to sleep. And what happened, Jen? And all of a sudden, Disney announced. Disney announced two things. <laughs> One, that uh, right followed right in suit with Universal, that masks um, are not required for outdoors. Um, but if you were to walk into a queue, um, an indoor queue, indoor dining, shopping, anything like that, you had to put your mask on. 
Um, otherwise, you're free to walk around outside without a mask. So to and from the car, but once you step into the resort or, or to and from the buses, but when you're on the buses, any type of transportation, you still have to wear a mask. Monorail, bus, a boat, I'm assuming is, is included in that too. Yes. Yeah. And um, then the second one, which I don't think was came first, but what I guess apparently wasn't as exciting as the masks, uh, was that they have um, opened up some more park reservations. So I know capacity is starting to increase. So hopefully with that, keeping fingers crossed, that fast passes are announced soon. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that yeah. wasn't as exciting because, um, you know, they're kind of just sneaking in the the um, increase in park capacity, which is fine. But yeah, yeah. The, the next natural question is our fast pass is coming exactly. back and nobody knows. So um, as soon as we know, everyone else will know. Exactly. All so right. that's, that's, that's it. I think those were all the announcements in a nutshell. Yes. Yeah. All right. So we're going to so. jump right into our topic so that this episode is not 30 hours. And um, like I said, I'm approaching these as things that might be considered splurges, but I think are necessary if the budget allows. Is that a good way to put it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm but, gonna, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna start with the with the obvious one, which is um hotel category. So I'm gonna, you know, uh, the umbrella thing is deluxe resorts, but you know, I mean moderate resorts too. So moving up a category, even moving up a room category, but really moving up hotel category. Um I know a lot of us stay value resorts. I used to be a value resort family. I get it. More bang for your buck. And you want to be in the parks open to close and it's just a place to sleep. I hear that a million times. But sometimes um, you don't know what you're missing until you experience it. And I remember Jen telling me, oh, just wait till you stay deluxe. (laughs) And I'm like, no. And now I'm like, I got to stay at my wilderness lodge or I don't want to do it. Um, but in, I, fa- in fairness, though, you were also like, first you went, you, you, you did the baby steps. You went from the, the, the value to the moderate. And yeah. then you're like, I, I love my French Quarter. I will never say anything at French Quarter. I, but I, I do want to preface this. Um, French Quarter and Wilderness Lodge, I would say at them. Yeah interchangeably one yes. is not a sacrifice yes. I love them right. both just as much yeah. um I uh, there is something though about just taking that boat to your resort at night and not having to take the bus that I think is priceless <laughs> yeah um, and that is from Magic Kingdom for yeah, those that, that is from Magic Kingdom but that's most that's my park mostly that's the park I spend the most time in so um, for my family, just taking that boat over to Wilderness Lodge is a dream. And just being able to go around to those Magic Kingdom resorts for dinner or just a quick bite or just, you know, to stop over to, to me is worth every single penny. And um, I realized in visiting these different categories and different hotels that with a couple of extra hundred dollars, you experience obviously the parks and you you love the hustle and bustle but some of these hotels 
feel like you're away from the hustle and bustle as well. It makes you feel like, yes, we were gung-ho in the park and we did everything. And then now we're relaxing by the pool. There's more food options. The whole vibe is a little more uh, relaxing. Well, yeah. And I feel like I'm getting that respite from um, the hustle and bustle in the parks. The pools, the kids love, you know, pool is a very important thing to my kids, um, especially as they get older. They love that midday break. They, you know, a pool slide is almost non-negotiable. And they love the splash pads and all of that. So um, if the budget allows, this might seem like a splurge. I think this is definitely worth every dollar. Yeah. And the other thing to mention is besides being able to step away, feeling and Wilderness Lodge, I feel like is one of those that hands down makes you feel like you are away from yeah. everything, even though brief you can some from some rooms, you can see the monorail, you can still see peeking through the trees, some Mm-hmm. Um, of, of that, like, uh, contemporary resort, as an example, you can see, so, you know, you're still Disney, but you feel like you're away. Um, the other thing I love about deluxe resorts in particular is the room sizing. Yeah. Now, even within that category, you get some variations of room sizing, but when you compare it to a moderate, when you compare it definitely to a value, your room sizes are definitely larger and most rooms fit families of five, um, at deluxes. So right. that also... Yeah, bathroom is larger. Some different amenities are are different. So, yeah. When I just checked into Pop, um, I hadn't been to Pop since before the refurb, and even though the room itself felt like majorly upgraded, I mean, I was very impressed by the the storage, just um, the bathroom, the dressing area, the whole thing was just it was beautiful and so well done. But I forgot the rooms did feel smaller, you know, and yeah. I just, and I could see you know, a family of four with a double stroller and all the, the junk that you're carrying every single night, even though that Murphy bed just does open up a lot of area, I could see that getting tight. So, you know, if you're claustrophobic. <laughs> right, exactly. If, you know, bumping butts isn't for you, you know, then maybe throw in a couple of bucks at the next category just to have a, a, a roomier experience is definitely worth it. Yeah, you you will never get an argument from me out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't um, feel it that much because we we never took down the Murphy bed. We didn't need it when it was just me and, and old man Cruz. So right, yeah, I, yeah, I and again, it was a different trip. Yeah, it was a, it was a different trip. So every trip is going to be different, and that's one great thing with using us is that you get to talk to us about you know what you like, what you don't like, what kind of trip you want, and then we can help guide you in that. Um, so my next one, we're going to stick with resorts because why not? And then we'll move to the next category. Um, this is, and oh, and I also want to put a little asterisk. Some of these things are things that are splurges that you can partake in now. Like one of them is changing up room, uh, resort categories. This particular, some, most of mine are that you really can't partake in right now. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so, but they will be back and I'm hoping they'll be back very, very soon. And sticking with those resort categories at deluxe resorts and one moderate resort, they have, um, they are called, I'm saying I'm a lot and I do apologize. <laughs> My brain is not with it this morning. Uh, they have club level rooms concierge club over rooms and what i love about this is that you are able to get some meals 
in you have usually a dedicated floor some resorts you have a dedicated elevator like a like you have to push a different floor using your magic band type thing um they have some sometimes they have different amenities in them and just overall it's a very relaxing experience and it's one if you like to take your time getting ready in the morning if you want that breakfast but you don't need a big buffet or a big large character breakfast um they have snacks in the afternoon and some wine and beer and champagne and um, <laughs> the champagne alone makes club level completely worth it <laughs> especially when you can take the champagne and the juice that they have and you mix them <laughs> into your own little mimosa mm-hmm. um and you get juices and juice bottles ju- uh, water bottles and juice boxes and, and a whole bunch of other variety of stuff but it's definitely a um, more a little bit more luxurious slash vip feel if that's what you're looking for so yeah and okay so do you want me yeah i'm next yes (laughs) you messed up the order (laughs) i'm sorry i didn't write it down (laughs) all right so we're gonna talk about um splurging on tickets tickets so splurging quote-unquote splurging on a ticket um, whether that be considering adding an extra day, adding park hoppers, or the new thing that I think is a no-brainer is um, adding water parks to your tickets. Um, a water park entry is like $60, $70, and that's for one day. And it's like $70-something to add it to your whole stay of tickets. Um, so... What a lot of people don't realize is if you have, like, say, a five-day ticket and that gives you five entries to one of the four parks, if you add water parks to that, you also get five visits to a water park. So you can end the day every single day at a water park or you could start the day and then go to a, to a park. So um, for really the price of just visiting one day, you could get four more days for free or whatever the length of your ticket is. Yeah. Enough said there. (laughs) You don't have to convince me. Um, Especially you're my July, August, September travelers, you know, that's the time to explore and um, check out the water parks. Water parks generally are not my thing, but if I was going to go to a water park, um, Disney would be where I would go. And along those lines, just because you kind of glazed over them, adding a park hopper, adding an extra day, those types of things don't, especially if you're more comfortable with park transportation um, and and things like that, you definitely can um, get more bang for your buck when it comes to enjoying the park, starting out extra early in the morning at, at one park, get knocking out a bunch of rides then either taking a rest or not taking a rest and going to the next part and finishing out the evening, going for dinner. That's always our biggest thing. Like this in our last trip, we did have, cause we went still in 2022, uh, park hoppers were not available at the time. And so, or 20, I'm sorry. Did I say 2022? I'm sorry. Are you, I'm are like, you traveling, space traveling? Yes. Yes, me? I am. <laughs> in 2020, um, they they didn't have park hoppers available and like my husband he was dying because usually we will do some park during the day and in the evening we hop to epcot 
and take advantage of some of the restaurants there. And he just could not handle. It's like, this is not <laughs> the way we do things. This is not how we eat Disney. So, so oftentimes that just makes it, it opens up your dining options, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and if you are on the Skyliner, um, getting to Epcot, obviously yes. if you're staying at Epcot Resort, it's so much, but if you are right. on the Skyliner, you know, park hopping, adding park hopping is another no brainer because you will not believe how quickly you can get to Epcot or you can get to Hollywood Studios. Right. And it's all of like six minutes. So, um, we didn't have the park hopper originally on this last trip. And when the first, you know, ride on the Skyliner, when I arrived at Epcot, I was like, Oh, we're, we're adding park hoppers <laughs> because it just, the pressure's off. If there's no bus, there's nothing to think about. You're just going to hop on the Skyliner and go have dinner at Epcot or go somewhere else. It's just um, totally worth adding to your budget. That's not really a splurge. See how I did that? <laughs> yeah, it's a splurge. And touching on the extra, you know, adding an extra day. Once you you hit a certain amount of ticket days, um, the increments that it's in, increased is not humongous. So, um, say you have a five day ticket, and you you know you're thinking about adding the six day. Sometimes giving yourself that buffer in case everybody's tired or things don't go as planned or there's some, you know, you you didn't have enough time at Hollywood Studios because Hollywood Studios is the park that could really go awry lately. Um, sometimes it's worth just getting that extra day because you know you have that backup just in case. Yeah, exactly. Or just adding an extra day to begin with to your vacation, which always happens. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, adding a ticket day and adding a day to your vacation is something I do constantly. <laughs> what's um, one more day? Yeah, what's one more day? I'll look the 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 flights are cheaper if I leave the night before. Look at that. You know, it's like free yeah. money. So exactly. Yeah. So we to me that's a necessity and part of the planning. I'm always like trying to game my way into an extra day. But for normal people, um, <laughs> it's also worth a consideration <laughs> because it does save you time and you know mental health <laughs> yes agreed agreed so keeping along this that same vein of um th this this what i know is, is a little bit of surprise is adding memory maker now you're thinking to it's because see what usually when i quote i automatically add a memory maker because to me it is a quote splurge because it is extra money but, and, and it's something that you may not necessarily think of as part of a Disney vacation, but for me, it is a necessity. So the reason why I love it is because I get to be in the pictures. I'm always the one that has my phone out. I'm always the one that's, you know, taking the pictures of the kids, of the kids with the husband, and I never get to be in it. So this allows us to get those iconic, uh, you know, castle shots and, and um, spaceship earth shots and what have you, but also extra special shots. Now, what I love, I know EJ is not necessarily the biggest fan of, I love those magic shots. <laughs> so, because that's like, oh, look, you were definitely at Disney. I also love the on-ride photos and videos. It's just that, that little extra um, magic that you don't get at any other regular theme park. So yeah. that's one I completely I, Yeah, I don't think that Memory Maker is a splurge. I always feel like, you know, for the most part, this is something you definitely have yeah. to get. Um, the 
pictures are very good quality. I don't love magic shots, but that does not mean that they're not um, of value. They're fun. I like to look at them, but those are not necessarily the reason why I get them. I like that the pictures are just, they're well done. They're professional pictures. Everybody's in the picture. Um, You can't take a selfie or um, a cell phone photo of yourself on um, big, uh, not big thunder, mine train or splash mountain. So, you know, you can capture your child doing these things and having those experiences. And same thing when the character meals come back, those are some of the best pictures that, um, bippity boppity. Yeah. Just all of that. I mean, after shoes, all of those, they're just the best pictures of the, the memory maker photos. And, um, some of those character experiences, like the, the memory maker photos from the star Wars character experiences, those, I mean, are insane. It's just when Kylo is threatening your life, when you're loving on Chewie, like that whole thing is worth every dollar. And, you know, the greatest memory maker photo of all is the Rapunzel lantern photo. Like I'd pay $169 just for that picture. Yeah. So about that one, (laughs) that to me is worth, you know, every penny. And, um, I love the prop photos. Yeah. The prop, that's what I was going to say. The prop photos. So anytime I see, we got a cute one in front of tower of terror with a little suitcase. Right. You know, um, the ones with the frames where you're holding the frames and it just it, it's that extra something that to me marks uh, that sets Disney apart from other theme parks or other amusement parks, what have you, uh, because it's it's something that's different and something that I my, my nine year old and I absolutely love the husband and uh, well, we'll just call her 13. She's turned 13. <laughs> year old uh they groan every time I say memory maker or photo pass photographer let's go (laughs) um but but I love capturing their first moments on different rides um that you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't have it so yeah that is one that I definitely yeah my kids are hams they don't have to be told to pose and whatever so I love memory maker and even if they're not I mean even if you have a shy kid or whatever um definitely just capturing that moment is yeah. worth it you know it, it when you go on a cruise you buy the pictures like I just feel like it's part of the experience and you're going to want those yeah one of my fa- some of my favorite photos are when they're teeny tiny and you go to the character experiences and they're all shy and then right. you go back again either the next year or a couple of years later and they are li- a lot more interactive with them. And so for me, when my youngest, her first time, she was nine months old. And we've pretty much been almost every year since. And so I have this progression of her now, like, interacting, talking to the characters. And, like, they're her best friends for when she was nine months old and crying when Donald Duck came around. Now, then I have a, a photo of her walking away with Donald Duck, you know, because they're BFFs now. So... Oh, sorry. I just had a moment. <laughs> You're okay. She's okay. I'm fine. You're okay. <laughs> It'll be fine. So yeah. So so go ahead. Go on to the next one. All right. So yes. Um, I think some of Jen's uh, list is shocking, but whatever. Uh, yes. Memory maker. You need it. Just add it in. Um, you need it. Period. Um let's see what is my next one all right my next one is 
we're gonna this is you know I can go on and on about this but dessert parties dessert parties in all formations I think dessert parties um if the budget allows is a necessity and not necessarily a splurge um especially magic kingdom because for me that is the most stressful firework evening show preparation and I'm just too old and too tired and too cranky to um hold a spot for an hour and then have to do ninja skills so that people don't get in front of me um the garden viewing one at Magic Kingdom is about 70 something dollars per person. I'm going to spend that walking around on mag- on a Mickey bars and pretzels and other nonsense. So to me, it is well worth the cost and you get um, snacks, you get the cheeseburger rolls, you get chocolate. Um, there are some fun s'mores where they're like melting in front of you with the open flame. I think it's worth it and the peace of mind and knowing you can just kind of stroll in five, 10 minutes before the fireworks are going to start to me is take my, slam it. Here's my credit card. Make it happen. I I mean, you're not going to get it. Some of (laughs) one of my favorite memories is of a, um, a dessert party that we did for star Wars and Mm -hmm. that needs to come back. Like, (laughs) <laughs> yesterday yeah Disney I know you're like stopping everything that you're doing to listen to this little podcast so we need the Star Wars dessert party to come back immediately and all dessert parties to come back immediately yeah just everything let's let's yeah we need fireworks let's just be real <laughs> you know just just fireworks please nighttime shows please I and there's really nothing I I can add to this except for it is definitely a must do uh, probably, uh, the magic kingdom one is like you said, top priority just because that particular one can be so congested and it's so, the fireworks are so popular there mm-hmm. that it gives, it gives you a guaranteed spot. It gives you some little food on the side and just a more relaxing experience. And if memory serves correctly, you even get time with the food and all that and the dessert after the fireworks. Am I correct yes. on that? Yeah. And there, yeah. there's like three versions of it. It's the, there's like the terrace one, there's the before the fireworks and then the after fireworks one. And um, the one that I usually do is, yeah. So you're sitting on the hub grass before everyone else. So you kind of get to be in the front of that hub grass area. And then when the, when the fireworks is over, then you go and you have your, um, desserts and little snacks and stuff and usually there well there used to be and I don't know what's going to happen now there was that little show after happily ever after right yeah and it was um once upon a time or something it was a very short little show with Elsa and you could see that from where you were sitting and eating so it was just worth every penny because it was like two shows in one with food and yeah, no, no, it, no, yeah, no staking your claim, you know, an hour in advance necessary. Yeah, and I and I also feel like I remember at Epcot, they would have the um frozen ever after dessert party, so you were able to uh, or frozen dessert, party, I think it was called. So you got a ride on the ride, you got a character meet and greet, you got the desserts, and you got to see illuminations. So mm-hmm. that's they really try to make these experiences more each unique. And you know, 
if we are truly talking about like splurging, I would do it for every single park just because it, it takes that when they do offer for every single park, <laughs> uh, they used to, um, it takes, a way that, okay, we got to be there by a certain time in order to get our seat. And, you know, it takes away that stress. And to me, that's what splurging is. It takes that added stress. That's what I want to use or that extra thinking out of the way. Absolutely. So, and I, yeah. I like, I like that not hanging over me while right. I'm, exactly. you know, on, on a ride or, oh, we've got to hurry up, you know. And I get that this is not in the budget um, for everybody. And I respect that. And, you know, the getting there and the base price is a sacrifice alone. But these are things that when people are like, is there anything else I should look into doing? You know, I always say, yeah, dessert party, because I think that um, there are certain things that people tell you you must do or you have to do this. That, you know, okay, you can take it or leave it, but this is something that everybody's going to enjoy and everyone benefits from. It's not just like a makeover for oh, one that's what I was going to say. Exactly. It's not just a makeover where, like, one child can do it. Right. Um, exactly. Right. Uh, it's not exactly where, you know, okay, we got to find a pirate for this one and a princess. This is something that everyone is going to um, yeah. enjoy and then everyone's going to benefit from it and when the parent, when the kids feel that the parents aren't stressed out, they, they immediately they are enjoying themselves. Completely a thousand percent agree. <laughs> um, there wasn't a, like I, in the before times and the old bit, old, old Testament. Time, yeah. Right. <laughs> there wasn't a Hollywood studios dessert party though. Like we, so when we got galaxy Dutch, we didn't have the star Wars dessert party for a really, really, really long time. Yeah, no, it start. I, I feel like it started in 2016 or 17. Don't hold me to that. And then the Galaxy's Edge opened and it disappeared. Right, which is ridiculous. Because I agree. You have a whole a whole land to take me in, and you know, the stormtroopers to harass me face to face. Um, again, Disney, I know you're listening. Please do that. Hurry up, get on that chop chop. Thanks. I am going. <laughs> I do actually. I. I just thought of this and I do have one asterisk and it made me think of when we were talking about the star Wars and bringing that back, they did have a jingle jangle yeah, the holiday, bam, one. the holiday one at Hollywood studios. Um, so my asterisk to that is at magic kingdom during <laughs> holiday parties. Now I'm not, I'm just going to do again, an asterisk over an asterisk, which is right now the holiday parties had stopped Christmas and Halloween and um, now they're bringing something else back um, and so we don't know how exactly this is going to look I just I just thought of this and I'm not sure if those are in my opinion a splurge that's worth it because oh, of yeah. so like a paid event inside of a paid event right yeah I don't know about all that yeah now mind you I mean if if while you're packing, you find a little file folder with money in it. <laughs> right. It's it's not something. It's something. Exactly. Exactly. If you really have, you know, like, you're like, this is worth it because I get this extra thing, then fine. <laughs> right. But, exactly. Right. Um, th but a paid event inside of a paid event, 
that the double whammy to me is not necessarily a splurge that's worth it. Um, you're already at the, we're going to talk about parties in a little bit. Cause that's another yeah. one that I have, but like, you're already at the special event that's pay, that you paid for to enjoy those things. So, um, you know, the paid event within the paid event kind of makes you miss the other stuff. So that's a whole nother animal. We're not talking about that. <laughs> exactly. 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 Um, okay. So the next thing that I, I, this, see, you have to understand something. This to me is a splurge. I'm, I'm, um, I'm ready. I'm ready to scream. Okay. <laughs> to EJ, it's not, it is a, you're at, it's kind of like, to me that some people would think that the memory maker is a splurge where I'm like, it's not this to me it can be a splurge. And I will tell you why in a second is, um, dining plan. <laughs> so, <laughs> so go ahead, get your claps in, get, you know, what you need. To do. What is um, it? Humbug. No, but yes, give your reasoning. Go. <laughs> so my reasoning behind this is because, well, is because it adds to um, the all-inclusive feel of your vacation. But for some people, they're like, I have had conversations with people. They're like, well, we could just pay out of pocket. And it, you know, takes, well, yes. And, and then you're maybe not exactly. You can absolutely do more of a budget. But why? When we're talking about splurges, why do a budget? <laughs> When now, now there's three different levels of dining plan. And I feel like the splurge of of splurges is the deluxe dining plan because that gives you your guarantee. Now you get the option to book three sit down meals. And that includes everything from signatures to um, character meals and just regular ones in between. Um, that to me is a split. That to me is you are, you are going to, because you are a foodie, because you want the food, because you want the signature meals. Right, um, right. If memory serves correctly, it's been a while, but you get an entree, an appetizer, and a dessert with that, plus your alcoholic beverages. Right. So, you know, that to me is truly a, a splurge, splurge, splurge. That one is a now, splurge as far as I'm concerned. That's a lot yes. of eating time and a lot yes. of food. Mm -hmm. Where EJ is like, you are getting the dining plate. And I do agree completely. The reason, the only reason why I would say, eh, is because if you're like my family and you like to do your club level concierge, whatever you want to call it, there's food included in there. And we oftentimes will eat our meals in the lounge because because for us, that suffices to fill our bellies. Not everybody's family, that would, that would suffice. I know there's some families, not mentioning any names, the Cruz family, they, <laughs> um, they need their steaks at every meal. <laughs> So, right, right, right. <laughs> so I just want to say that the the huge bulk of my clientele also likes the dining plan. We, you know, are, yes. I don't know if it's where we live or whatever, but <laughs> we like to know that we can have our steak, that we are going to have our liquor, that we are going to have our snacks. Um, I just feel like I don't want to plug all of the numbers into a spreadsheet and, and know in February of 2021 that in March of 2022, I want to have the fish tacos and the, you know, like I want to arrive and say, Hey, I'm in the mood for this and this is what I'm going to get. And, um, 
it all and not have to worry about it. I mean, it's for the same reason I pack 32 pairs of ears. I don't know what I'm going to feel like that day. Um, and as someone who is always on the dining plan, and we just recently did this trip, obviously with no dining plan, I was shocked, shocked, lay on the floor, passed out shocked at some of the prices. <laughs> and it did make me um, eat less, not because I wanted to, just because this I had sticker shock. And um, it made me question where we were going to eat. And we shared a lot of things because I right. just couldn't believe that empanadas were $16. And there was just no way on God's green earth that I was going to do that times two. Um, and with the we call it denial, I don't know. But I just feel like we maximize our credits and we get a lot of um, higher ticket items. You know, when we go get our starbucks in the morning on a snack credit we get the trenta you know like so we couldn't do that this last trip because there were no snack credits there was no dining plan and we were just very aware of how much every single thing cost and um i don't like i don't like that i don't like that feeling (laughs) (laughs) and and i'm not gonna lie i completely agree you know because as a family, and I don't have big eaters. So, you know, this last time when we went, not only did we not have Park Hopper, <laughs> but we also didn't have our, our club lounge. And I said, you know what? The next time <laughs> I, and, and in fairness, even when we, the la- the time we went in 28, I can't remember now, 2019, 18, 2023, since you were yeah, a time traveler. <laughs> yeah, since I'm a time traveler. Um, the, when we went then they, I was thinking to myself, you know, what would be great for my family to add it, even though we're staying at, at a club level is the, um, quick service plan because you get, we're always there during the holidays. So, and I love to try all the snacks at the food booths. Mm -hmm. And so something like that, you're now not thinking you just, you can go ahead, you just order it. And at every quick service, you get an alcoholic beverage. Right. Right. right And that's a big deal to me because, you know, I like to drink. I get it. This doesn't make any sense to you if you don't drink. Um, But if I have, I'm sitting down and I'm having dinner and I have my champagne. Okay. That one's included. That's great. $20, $19, And if I get another one, it's not the end of the world. Well, let me tell you. When you're buying them outright, you're eating the ice in every cocktail because you're not having to. Right. Because they're like $18, $19 a pop. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm fine um, because I'm really looking at it. And, um, you know, snacks, I just, it, it was, I understand being on a budget, but I don't want to go for me when I go on vacation, I I don't want to cook. I don't want to make sandwiches. I don't want to add everything up and 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 be like, oh, we got to split. I, that's not vacation to me. So for me, it was a huge confirmation that I am a dining plan girl, and my family is a dining plan family, and um, we were suffering. <laughs> I was hungry. I was very hungry. I have to tell you, there was a couple of days that I was like, well, I guess I'm going to refill my popcorn bucket because I'm not going to go, you know, buy $16 empanadas. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
And, and exactly. And that's why to me, I put it in my splurge because I think for some families, it is a splurge. Right. Uh, but it's a splurge that I feel like is a necessity <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like if you're looking, do we spend more towards the hotel or do we consider dining? Right. Plan? Like these are the things that we can chat, you know, talk out yes. and yeah. kind of map out for you and say, well, let's see what the bigger priority is. Um, usually I'm always going to go towards food because food makes people happy. <laughs> it is true. It is absolutely true. But some people who, yeah, it, yes, I, I completely agree. But again, each family is different. And- right. Exactly. Lo- food is my family's love language and they'll sleep in a cardboard box as long as they could eat steak. Um, but exactly. We're here to figure that out for you. Right. Uh, okay. Your turn. I feel like I just went. No, I was dining plan. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to talk about tours. Is that what? Yeah, that's where I'm at. Tours. I'm talking, um, family magic tour behind the scenes tour. Um, the things that when you have, you know, your neighbor down the street, oh, we went to Disney twice. We've been there. We've done that. There is no possible way you've done everything at Disney. Um, there's no possible way you have advantage of every single thing that there is to offer. There are some awesome, awesome tours that are not very expensive and they give you an opportunity to do something very fun and different. Um, for example, the family magic tour, which is my favorite tour. And I want to say it's like what, 40, 50, it's so inexpensive. So inexpensive. Yes. And you know, I don't want to ruin it, but you go on a scavenger hunt through magic kingdom. The nice thing is that every couple of weeks they switch it up and you meet characters along the way you get on a ride. Um, it's not the same tour every time you do it. I think that when you're looking for what's a special thing I can do that is outside of Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique or Cinderella's Royal Table. These are some of the things that you can put money towards and it's going to be completely memorable experience. My family is obsessed with living with the land. All they want to do is behind the seeds tour. They cannot wait to go on the behind the seeds tour. And I don't know, they want to plant things there. And that one is so inexpensive also. And even the the keys to the kingdom, which I have no interest in doing. Um, these are things that are going to create memories for a lifetime. Absolutely. And th- to go along with that, there are also other tours that if, if this is a mommy and daddy trip or if you are on a multi-generational trip and you – um, are like mom, you know, to the grandparents, hey, can you watch the kids? There are other uh, tours that are available that not everybody wants to do because they do take take you behind some of the magic <laughs> and, and unveil some of the magic. But when, but there's some that, that don't. For instance, there's one that I am dying to do and I hope they bring it back soon is the food tour. Mm-hmm. where at Magic Kingdom and you get to sample all these foods and they tell you and what's awesome about these tours is that in-depth look looking at the Disney the Disney why um and the storytelling and all that stuff behind it my the one the one that I've done is Keys to the Kingdom and there's one that's like a little bit less expensive than that one because it's a shorter tour 
Um, but they do give you behind the scenes stuff. So if you ever wanted to go into the utilidors, if you've ever wanted to go behind the scenes and, and learn how some of these um, rides, how they work and the magic behind them, these are really awesome tours that had me crying actually. <laughs> I was crying at the end. Um, but but See, even things like the sangria mixology class, the um, right, the um, the tequila one in in Mexico, um, food and wine as they have cooking demonstrations. Like there are things to do at Disney that involve no rides and no kind of bibbity boppity whatever. I keep using that as an example because I just feel like that's what everybody feels like they have to do. Have to do. I agree. Yeah. You know. There is um, a fireworks cruise. There is a um, pirates cruise where you meet Smee and Hook and, and you're going around and you get to see um, the fireworks from the boat. There is so much to do and people are just like glossing over and they're not experiencing these little tiny um, moments that are just a couple extra dollars. I'm so dramatic. couple of extra hundred dollars. <laughs> a couple. Yeah, so, I always tell my husband, it's just a few dollars more. Yeah. How um, much was the one you did at Animal Kingdom? Do you recall? The, um, where you dangle above the alligators? Dangle above the alligators. Yeah. That one is, that one is more, that one is like $200 a person. Yeah. But, but you that's got a lunch. full day. Yeah. That yeah, was a full day. A- yeah. That's a full day. You get um, you get a lunch, and it's really cool the way they present it. You're eating out on the savanna. You get to see the animals one on one. You are um, on the the bridges over the alligators. I mean, it's that is worth every penny too because it's it's yeah, Animal Kingdom, great. Yeah, I saw this. I saw that. This is you're in the savanna. You know, right? That's yeah. And but there's also the rhino. The rhino one is very inexpensive. The right and the and the um the rhino and the elephant one. Yeah, and those you know these are the things that you you get to experience, and that's why you're like, I love Disney. I want to come right. back. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I guess we'll stick with the tours because um, she, EJ mentioned the um, family magic. Which I would say is a hybrid between a VIP and a tour. Right. To me, the tours are those behind the scenes, those um, unveiling a little bit of the magic, not in a bad way. But this, you get a VIP tour guide with the family magic, but it's a little bit more scripted. Right. Where, but, but you, you are kind of going behind the scenes because you have to go find the items. Right. Right. And you do get to ride some rides through the fast pass lane. You get, you know, preferential uh, ride and meet and greets and what have you. So that's why I, I think it's a hybrid between. So that's why it's a tour, but also a VIP. Now, if you really want to splurge, I mean, if you really want to be like Disney, take my money. Yes. <laughs> yes. You do. A VIP tour. This is up to 10 people. So you can split it between families. You could split it between couples, you know, whatever. Or you could just, if it's a larger family vacation, you can also um, book it that way with grandparents and stuff. And what this does, this allows you to go to all four, four parks. I think it's about 10 hours, eight, eight hours long. And um, <clears throat> you get a private van that picks you up, takes you to your first park. You work with a um, somebody beforehand. Oh, yeah. 
and you plot out, you know, we want to ride these rides. We want to do these parks and they will make sure that you do even meet and greets. They will make sure that you do those things. Meet and greets are only the ones that have fast passes that, so any ride, any experience that has a fast pass, that is what you get to use um, with. And it also, you also get like a, a lunch break in there as well. Um, so yeah, so th that is something if you maybe only have a few days or you really want to zhuzh up your experience, you really want to do something different. You're like, I really want to knock all these stuff things out. Um, I recommend it to clients who are doing like a, a land sea type thing, combining with a, a cruise. That way they, they really get a, a Disney experience and then, you know, Disney world experience and then relax on your Disney cruise. <laughs> but that is truly a splurge above all splurges, but to me, one money well spent. Next. My next one is after party. Well, after hours, early morning too, but mostly after hour events, after hours events and all of their presentations, summer, winter, boobash, whatever it is, the after hour don't bother asking me if it's worth it. Should you do it? I'm always going to say yes, because after hours are worth every single penny, every single time. Um, in the Old Testament before time. <laughs> after hours did include unlimited popcorn, unlimited ice cream, unlimited soft drinks. And I think only a couple of meet and greets were not open. Um, and I'm speaking of Magic Kingdom specifically. And um, it was a slightly more expensive than, say, like the party. But this is worth every penny. It's three hours, right? Three? Three, four hours? Nine, Nine ten, eleven, twelve. Three. Yeah. Three right. hours. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, ha uh, again, you ride everything two, three, four times. Um, I always have a story of how I do not care for a mine train because I've never gotten on mine train and been like, oh, wow, that was great. I feel like you spend all this time waiting to get on mine train and you get on it and it's like, it goes a little bit and it stops and it goes a little bit and it stops and it's cute and it's a beautiful ride, but I have never killed myself for that ride because I just feel like what am I doing right when I got on mine train during the after hours where they're only loading a fraction of the people they're running way more cars they can actually make them faster I was like this is such a good ride and it makes me sad that people wait 120 minutes and they never really get to ride it the way it's meant to be ridden I always 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 say that barnstormer is faster than mine train <laughs> But I would have never known that or gotten to experience that if I didn't do um, after hours. I love after hours. I will remove park days from my plans to fit in after hours in the budget. Always. Hands down. Yeah, there was <clears throat> there was one year where I was able to do an extra morning magic and an after hours in the same day. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, that was talk about VIP. That was an amazing experience, but we were toast. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, but I it was the, like our only option. Morning magic usually includes breakfast, though. Yes, it does. It right? does, and yes, yes. Uh, those are the things that I I am keeping my fingers crossed that those things come back, because I definitely, to me, that would have been uh, added to every single. You know how you were talking about the. Um, adding to every single trip, your the dessert parties. Right. 
to me, those, those either after hours or extra morning magic were worth it and would add to every single trip. Absolutely. If they're offered, I would find a way to put it in the budget. And like I said, even if you take away a park day from your from your tickets or whatever it is, it is completely worth it because what you get to do and experience, you don't get to do in a in a nine, 10 hour park day. Right. Yes. Uh, Agreed. Completely agreed. Um, I think the one that we did, which was some of them just include like the early morning ones just include something like uh, Toy Story Land or. it was fantasy land fantasy land thank you mm-hmm. oh my goodness <laughs> i'm like done but listen see it's been a while right it has <laughs> been a while yes <laughs> so uh, completely 100% agree um and that was okay so i think i think if memory serves that the um tours were my last one that was like the last one I had. So I'm going to steal one of yours. And I think we're pretty much done, right? I think. Yeah. And we just will touch base on the parties really quick. But yeah. We're yes. Done. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Touch base on the parties. Because that's what I was going to do. Oh, that's what you're perfect. Yeah. We're. Yeah. Okay. So um, the parties we have, we're going to put them in two categories. And the yes, totally. And the no, not really. <laughs> right. Agreed. So. Yes, totally, because they are an experience. And if you love Halloween, do it because it's a Halloween to the 1000th. And um, it's fun. And it's experiences that you don't get to have on a regular park day. Um, Dressing up is fun. Um, Last time I did the Halloween party, there were live pirates on pirates. That was a dream come true. Nothing will ever top live pirates on pirates. and it's fun. The food is fun. The whole, the shows, it is fun. It is worth it. And I love to be able to, yeah, I've totally done it. And I had a great time. The flip side of it is a party is as packed as a normal day. Yeah. In the park. It is not empty. You are not riding rides, you know, constantly. You are doing a lot of hurry up and wait, a lot of waiting and um, it's as crowded as, you know, Magic Kingdom at one o'clock in the afternoon. So I move a little bit into that category where do you have to do it every time? No. Um, could it be a once, twice and done? Absolutely. It depends how badly you want to experience it. I don't think there's a humongous, because um, when I say splurge, but it really is helping you. This is that to me is just a splurge because it's not really helping you. You really have to prioritize if you want to meet the the special rare characters or you want to ride certain things or you want to eat food. Like it's almost impossible to do. You can, uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of clients are shocked that they arrive and the park is packed. <laughs> but it's fun. And if you check your expectations and you know what you want to get done and ready to just have fun in a in a Halloween or Christmas themed situation then you're you're going to enjoy it but it's not a splurge that is is getting you ahead of any type of crowd or VIP experience no it's it's a splurge because you want that that holiday experience right um the last time we did the Halloween party was a sold out night mm-hmm. um it was exceptionally exceptionally crowded but I prioritized. I wanted those magic shots. Mm-hmm. I wanted the food. 
And I wanted the parade and the fireworks. And that was it. And if I was able to get on a ride, that was a bonus. Right. Uh, now, I was by myself. So it was meaning I didn't have my family. So it was definitely I could do what mama wanted to do. If you had your family, it would be sitting them down and saying, what are your most important things to do? Yeah. And then, and then mapping them. it out. And, yes. you know, Moana is has always been a big drawer. Jack Skellington, all of yeah. that, you know. Yeah. You at some point will have to split up because someone is going to have to wait. And then you guys, you know, yeah. so it's a commitment and it sounds crazy because you're, you're spending extra for that. Um, but I'm not saying it's not worth it. It's just know what you're getting yourself into. And then I think it is worth it when you know, you set those expectations. Exactly. But with, exactly. with that, now with that said, now we're going to combine two things that we just mentioned into one thing which is the boobash that is yes. coming this fall. <laughs> yes. And if memory serves, it starts mid-August. Um, so, you know, we, August we like 10th to start- through October 31st. And so this is a Halloween party and an after party. They come, they got together and they had a baby. And well, it's the like the villain's night. So. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. No, it's not really meet and greets like the parties. And I'm not going to, I don't think there's like special food, right? I think there will be special food. I think they will. I I think as we start to go along, they're starting to go to announce things. And the reason why I think there's going to be special food and maybe not, maybe they'll keep it to the strict after hours, which is with that, with your admission, you get water, bottled water, so bottled sodas, popcorn, unlimited popcorn and unlimited um, ice cream. Right. Right. So they just may honestly keep it that simple. Right. Um, But they may throw in a couple special snacks because to me that was all that was worth it like I'm like yeah the trick-or-treating is great but I want the food now (laughs) yeah so the villains night had entertainment so villain entertainment which you don't usually see in an after hours um you know access to the to the attractions which is usual ice cream novelties popcorn select bottled beverages all included in your admission so that's what the villains night used to be so I right. feel like that's kind of the reinvention of what the boobash is. But if I, the boobash did have trick-or-treating. Right. So you'll still get, because that to me was the biggest draw for any family for um, the Halloween party, which right. was the trick-or-treating. So I think it would, it's definitely, it's it definitely parked my, um, my interest. And it's something that honestly, I would pay for that after I was ticket. And, you know, go down to like two nights, something yeah. like that. Um, it, to me, that, that makes it worth it. And, and stay, stay at a deluxe, you know, and, and spend one day at a pool and, and relaxing and, and then do, do the Halloween party. So, or the boo bash. Boo bash. I meant, yeah. sorry. Yeah. That because... was a slip. <laughs> But we don't ever need an excuse to just go down for two nights, right? It's a true story. It is a true story. <laughs> so. so I think that's the end of our list. I think that's it. I think that, yeah, we uh, we did it. That, that, we did was, it. that was painless. <laughs> so I want to thank everybody who listened to our first episode, uh, all 60-something of you. I feel so like I have. 60. I thought I just thought we were up to 70 something. Oh, are we? I could have sworn, but don't hold me to it. Look at us. I could um, have 72, <laughs> but maybe I was, you know, 
again in the future we'll get there you're right oh yeah you are a time traveler i forgot yeah, the yeah, exactly um but a huge thank you to, you know we've got messages and everybody's like they love it so we're gonna keep it up and we're gonna try to bring you this topical stuff and cover all the things because really the goal is just to build a library of information so hey what do you think about after hours well hey why don't you check out episode two we go into it so um we're gonna just try to build this library as um quickly as we can and um try to make it fun and we appreciate you guys coming along for the ride and you can find me at Jiminy Society on Facebook Jiminy Society on Instagram um our group on Facebook is Jiminy Society and uh, just request to be let in and we will let you in and both of us are in there and Jen why don't you tell them where they can find you uh, Travel Fairy Godmother on in- on Instagram I'm going to start doing that a little bit better <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm a little bit more I'm a little bit better on Facebook Facebook so, yeah, yeah oh Jiminy Society on TikTok too if you're a TikToker where I'm on there. Um, but yeah, so definitely we'll see you on the social medias and we'll talk to you next time. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye. I know what it was. Okay. It was my headphone that was downstairs. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm so glad I live about two, two and a half hours away from Because I would get in the car. I know. And shove you in the mailbox. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, and I finally figured out because every time you would call me, it would connect to the headphone first. And I'm going, and then I realized it. So I'm an idiot. So there we go. We are good to go. I see timing going. So the ta- counter's on. So we are ready. Okay. And I am leaving that part in, by the way. Have <laughs> you showing me? <laughs> It's at the end. I don't need people knowing the truth about me till the end. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So hopefully, because we do this just as well as we did the first time. (laughs) Yes, we'll be paying attention and we'll be very, very careful. Okay. All right. Although father says... Girls talk too much. Yes. Girls talk too... uh Oh. Well...